she's beautiful, smart, and an early 2000s fashion icon. Adriana La Serva. But above all else, The Sopranos' Adriana La Serva is remembered for her tragic story. Over the seasons, she quickly became a fan favorite, which meant that the tragedy of her arc was all the more intense. Born into a mafia-adjacent family and in a serious relationship with Tony's abusive nephew, Christopher Maltelsanti, it seems like Adriana's grim end was spelled out from the start. So what is it about her that we love, and that in turn makes her the perfect tragic character? Here's our take. Greek philosopher Aristotle first defined the tragic hero in Poetics, his work on dramatic theory, and we can use his analysis of the character type as a way of reading Adriana. There are several essential attributes of the tragic hero, according to Aristotle. The first is that they should be virtuous, but not eminently good. That's Adriana. Like many of the other women in The Sopranos, Carmela in particular, at first, Aid seems willing to ignore many aspects of how Christopher makes his money. Actually, she's mostly pleased with what she can get out of it. Oh my god. Christopher. Three carrots. But despite enjoying the things that Christopher's position can buy her, Adriana's always shown to be innocent. She sees things in a pure way, and while she doesn't think her life is perfect, she naively believes that she and Christopher are safe because of their connection to Tony. Tony would never let anything happen to Christopher. They're cousins. He loves him. Aristotle also says that the tragic hero should invoke a mixture of pity and fear in the audience. Adriana and Christopher's often one-sided love story is designed to elicit both of these things. We feel pity for Adriana because all she ever wants is Christopher. Let's get married. Whoa! Let's just go down to City Hall. You said you wanted a big wedding anyway. I don't care about that shit. I just want you. And right up to the end, she's so hopeful against all odds, hopeful that they'll get married, that she can get Christopher off drugs, that she can get them out of the mob, that he will leave his old life behind and they can finally begin their new, happier life together. The Sopranos is an intensely violent show that doesn't shy away from the murderous side of the mafia, but some of the most difficult violence to watch happens at home between Christopher and Adriana. She was a sweet girl, Aide, but the two of them together was a toxic relationship. Although there are sweet, playful moments in their relationship, the bulk of it is violent. Christopher is constantly domestically abusive towards her, and as we watch them, the audience ends up caught in the same cycle that she is in, of being lulled into a false sense of security, and then hurt over and over again. What were you doing in Dover then? <laughs> see? See? You can't tell me, because I know you were doing it. For the audience, there's a veil of fear and foreshadowing across their entire relationship. We never know what exactly might make Christopher lash out at Adriana, but we always know it's coming, even when she herself doesn't seem to. It came for you in the mail. Recovery? Adriana had a minor role in the first season of The Sopranos, but the first few times we meet her, we see a hopeful edge to her, that she believes her life can be different, better even, than the lives of mob wives from the generation before her. Early on, she reveals she doesn't want the traditional mob wife life. Why don't you just forget about working and be with me? Oh yeah. And be one of those wives like a Carmela Soprano. She's shown to be interested in business, particularly hospitality, and she wants to make her own money. Wouldn't it be cool to own a restaurant like the Circus? So for a long time, she works as a restaurant hostess, until Christopher decides to exercise more control over her and tells her to quit once they're engaged. You know I love it here, and you are such a great boss. But Christopher doesn't want me working anymore. 
Gradually, as a result, Adriana becomes more like the wives she didn't want to emulate at the beginning of their relationship. And when she finally does get an opportunity to run a venue like she's always dreamed, it's on Christopher's terms, too. You're gonna be the owner-manager. You book the bands, you find a talent, whatever you want to do, it's yours. <laughs> oh my god. When Adriana talks about her life, we see she's been dogged by tragedy long before she met Christopher. Describing an abortion she had, she says, I didn't want to. I mean, I know it's wrong, but the guy was such an asshole. It was really the best thing. There's an underlying note to this confession that her ex-boyfriend must have been worse than her incredibly violent current partner, Christopher, or that she simply doesn't see Christopher's behavior as problematic. This blind spot she has for Christopher is apparent throughout the show. In season four, she has an illuminating conversation with Ralph Cifaretto, one of Tony's men. My mom always told me not to let myself be talked down to by losers. She said you can tell everything about a man by the way he treats women. The irony is that by this point, Christopher has abused Adriana for years, yet she still hasn't realized what kind of a man he is. Even her mom, who can see that Christopher's bad for Adriana, can't talk her out of it. I want to marry you. Got your ring and everything. Don't listen to a maid. He's been jerking you around for three years. You're wasting your whole youth. Huh? But despite the way he treats her, all Adriana ever wants is to be with Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. My only dream is that we have a happy life together. She's terrified to tell him that she probably can't have children, yet she's honest with him, despite knowing he'll be furious. So what does that mean? You can't get pregnant? My doctor said it might be hard. A friend of mine gave me the name of a specialist in Manhattan. You knew you were damaged goods and you never f told me? And on multiple occasions, she begs him to leave New Jersey with her and start a new life, somewhere they're no longer at risk. For Adriana, as the show progresses, it's no longer about the money or the nice things that Christopher's mob connections allow. All she wants is for them to run away and be safe together. What's our future here, Christopher? You, you could end up in jail or something horrible could happen. What if we left here? Not far away. And you went into something else. She's willing to give up all the comforts she had enjoyed in the past if that's what it takes to secure her future with Christopher. When writing about tragic heroes, Aristotle made it clear that their misfortune should arise not through vice or depravity, but by some error of judgment. And this is indeed what leads to Adriana's tragic end. We can feel the coming doom of Adriana's end well before it actually happens, looming over her like a black cloud. The point we realize she really has no hope of a happy ending is when the FBI tricks her into becoming an informant and supplying them with information. And the real tragedy here is how little any of the people involved seem to value her, both her feelings and her life. She meets an undercover agent called Danielle, who gains Adriana's trust by making her feel like they're friends, reminding us just how isolated Adriana is most of the time. I can't believe I'm telling you this. Because I feel really close to you. The agents eventually reveal who Danielle is and what they want from Adriana, backing her into a corner. She's in an extremely tough position and is terrified for her life. She even begins hallucinating. Meanwhile, they tell her she could be an informant for years and emotionally manipulate her. Adriana, you just sit in your own, protecting abusers. Eventually, the pressure becomes too much for Adriana, and she tells Christopher she's been working with the FBI. In the moment, he placates her, agreeing to run away with her. We could never come back here, Adriana. I don't want to come back. I just want you. But episodes prior, when she asked him to go away with her, he said something that echoes through the scene. I'm a soldier, Adriana. 
When are you going to understand that? Ultimately, Christopher's loyalties don't lie with Adriana. They never have. So he goes to Tony and tells him everything. In Adriana's final episode, we're confronted with the shell of a woman she's become. She's heavily bruised, dressed in muted colors, her hair scraped back off her face, all of the beauty and light drained from her being. She's developed ulcerative colitis as a result of the intense stress she's been under, and it seems like she really has hit rock bottom. But during the episode, we're also given that little glimmer of hope again. When Tony calls to trick her into getting into the car with Silvio, we watch a sequence where she leaves New Jersey, driving away with a packed bag. Like Adriana, we want so desperately to believe that her story could possibly end with her finally achieving some kind of freedom and one day, happiness. But also like Adriana, our hopes are crushed when that ray of hope turns out to only be a daydream and we're brought back to Earth when we see what really happens. Her sitting alongside Silvio in the car, being driven to her brutal death. The murder itself has been called the most gut-wrenching of any on the show. Even The Sopranos writers couldn't bear to watch her die. I've written some of the most horrifically violent scenes on that show, but after the fact, I realized that I, that I didn't want to see Adriana get killed. Uh, you know, I didn't know why I chose not to put that on camera, but I just didn't want to see it. Even after all of that, the tragedy of Adriana's story doesn't even really end with her death. Her mother is left never knowing what happened to her. I ran into Liz LaServa at the feast. Yeah. She's got it in her head that Christopher killed Adriana. <coughs> what? That's insane. I know. Meanwhile, Christopher uses the way she was killed as leverage with Tony. I think you owe me this, because I came to you about Adriana. To the point that Tony gets tired of it. Not many guys have had to make the kind of sacrifice I did. How many times are you going to play the Adriana card? And as she fades from memory, even Carmela, who suspected foul play and at one point did try to find out what had happened to her, begins to come around to the idea that her disappearance couldn't have been anything to do with Christopher. Obviously, he was violent as an adult, his upbringing, but he adored Aid. He could never let himself take her life. With Adriana's life snuffed out and her story buried, she becomes a footnote in the lives of the other characters, even the person she had loved so much. The tragedy of her arc is compounded when, after she's murdered, Christopher easily moves on and quickly gets married to someone else after putting it off for years with her. The last time we ever see Adriana is in a dream of Carmela's, when she's finally reunited with her beloved dog, Cosette. Look, I found Cosette! Your friend? Someone needs to tell her she's dead. When Christopher accidentally kills Cosette, it devastates Adriana and Tony, too, who has a particular love for animals. You kill little Cosette. I ought to suffocate you, you little prick. By drawing the dog and her owner together again in Carmela's subconscious, it's like a confirmation of Adriana's innocence and Christopher's culpability. Even though everyone may pretend to have moved on, deep in their subconscious, they can't escape the truth. The tragedy of Adriana LaServa is an important aspect of The Sopranos' story because she shows, perhaps more than any other character, how devalued women are in this world. We see brutal violence towards women throughout the show, as well as other aspects of ingrained misogyny, but Adriana feels different because no other character continues to hope in the way that she does. Until the very end, she truly believes that there's a chance she'll be able to carve out a happy life for herself one day, and so the brutal reality of her end and her entire arc feels even more bleak. But it's this same ability to hold on to her inner goodness that solidifies her place as a tragic heroine. All of her kindness and compassion aren't 
enough to save her from the misfortune wrought by a single mistake, for which she's made to pay the ultimate price. Her tragic story provides us with a warning. Not that we should give up all hope, but that we must not let our capacity for optimism and belief in the possibility of a better tomorrow cloud our judgment around the often dark realities of our present. That's the take. Click here to watch a video we think you'll love, or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.